Hi, it's Amanda from Fashion by Amanda here. How are you? Um, amazing. My first podcast. This is crazy. Anyway, this is where we're going to hang out for the next 20 or 30 minutes and we're going to chat about the art of sewing, craft and creativity, focusing on the learning aspect. People that have never sewn before and want to, this is the place that you need to be or want and hopefully want to be. Um, I practice sustainability wherever I can, obviously, and um, I'm very mindful of our environment um, and also very mindful about my wallet. So I try and do all of my crafting, sewing and creativity on a budget with sustainability and environment in mind. So I hope that will come across in my um in my teaching so we'll just let's see how we go um let's have an introduction about me that would most probably be a good start i'd prefer to know about you but we'll go with me first i'm amanda lloyd i'm married um to an amazing patient man um a mama three amazing children um grandmother to three of the most unbelievable human beings but then you know every grandmother says that Uh, reflecting on my kids most probably though um, I was never a kid like them I you know they just they just are smart they're intelligent they're caring they're empathetic Um, they believe in what they are and who they are Um, Wow, I'm in awe of all three, all for different reasons, but the world is a safe place if we have kids like that. But anyway, okay, proud mama, obviously, (laughs) and I hope you are two of your kids. Um, Married really young, I was still a teenager um, when I um, was married and had two of my kids as a teenager. Um, So budget and money was hugely um, important at that time. Um, I could never just waste money. I couldn't go and buy a glue stick or a glue gun. I don't even think there were glue guns there back that time, but that doesn't matter. I'm just using that as an example. Um, If I wanted to um, get something that's really pretty for my kids, I used to have to make it. I have five brothers, so I'm not a girly girl, never have been and never most probably will be. Um, but my mum, on the other hand, she, you could give her, I don't know, a box of sticks and a ball of twine and she would make a village. Give her a bolt of yarn and a bolt of fabric and she would make a wedding dress. Give her um, a bucket of paint and an easel and you'd end up with a masterpiece. She was hugely, hugely skillful and knowledgeable in the art and craft section. She lived it and she breathed it. Um, I only got a real small smidgen from her. I'm not that creative. I have to work hard. My mum used to just wake up in the morning and go, I'm going to paint cows today. And she would have cows. We'd have cows everywhere, actually. They'd be on our teapots and on our walls and on every piece of wooden surface but two months later she might want sheep so that's how clever she was and back in her day we never had google there was never oh let me get on and see how they do it it was all in her mind her imagination and the little resources that she could um, access i only got a smidgen so 
obviously when I had my kids um, and I wanted, you know, box pleated dress for one of the, for Megan, my eldest, because they were really in trend, mum taught me how to do it. Um, It was like pulling teeth and you could see it on her, but I mean, I got there eventually and Megan had the best box plates ever. (laughs) Um, So it was a necessity. So I never actually sat and fiddled around with things um, because it just cost money. I would make what I needed to make and then then I would just wait till I needed to make something else. Um, Hated knitting. Oh, it was horrible. Um, But Megan went to a um, little Catholic school in, in our area and they had a jumper and I always remember this um, navy blue with the um, yellow stripes around the be- um, bands armbands waistband and the neck and that was so expensive it was nearly a whole pay I couldn't do it I tried really hard to get secondhand ones and couldn't do it and my mum said toughen up princess go get the wool so mum went and bought me some wool and she taught me how to knit and we knitted and knitted and knitted. I'd unpick, I'd knit. I'd un- and she'd unpick, I'd knit. She'd unpick, I'd knit. She kept doing this until I could get my tension right. Because she said, even though you're going to make it, you don't want it to look like it's been made. You want it to be appear to be professional. I'd- with all my pregnancy with DJ, until I perfected the art of that jumper absolutely blown away when I finished it watching Megan walk over the schoolyard in her beautiful little um, summer uniform that I could afford to buy um, with this handmade jumper unbelievable unbelievable Um, I just stood there I was really proud about my daughter but I that was my pivot that was my pivot my aha moment you know I think we all in life have a home moment um, and that was mine. I knitted that damn jumper and it looked better and if not exactly the same as the other kids walking in the schoolyard on that day. And I knitted it. Absolutely, I created that. So then I knew from that moment onwards, I can create anything. If I can put my mind to it and want to do it, have the drive, have the fire in the belly, I can do anything. And then that's what happened. I just didn't stop. I just would create whatever. Um, I started going to classes at Spotlight. <laughs> Spotlight down in Port Adelaide. I lived in Adelaide. Um, there was a Spotlight in uh, Port Adelaide and you used to have um, wool embroidery. Now, why would I want to learn wool embroidery? I would never do flowers. But there I was on Tuesday or Thursday night, I can't remember what night it was, sitting there with a group of women I've never met before talking about is my rosebud petal perfect or do I need to get it a bit more rounded? I mean, crazy. I I mean, I I just sit here and now and think about it and thought, oh my gosh, really? Have I ever done one since then? No, I have not. I'm not a girly girl. I didn't even do it for my grandkids because it's just not me. But it didn't stop me. I wanted to do it and that's exactly what I did. I'd done it. Um, If there was a different course available at Spotlight, I would have taken it. But at that particular time, it was rose petals, (laughs) uh, wool embroidery on beautiful old um, wood 
uh, wool um, fabric, you know, like you used to make for your nurseries, for your babies and, you know, layettes and stuff because I come from an era um, of layettes. We don't tend to have them quite as much anymore, which is, is it a good thing or a bad thing? I have no idea. But um, So, yes, that's where I started and I just kept on going. I will try anything and everything. Um and there's nothing stopping me, nothing stopping me whatsoever. Fast forward 40-something years and here I am sitting here in front of a computer with crazy dials and crazy graphs. I've got a microphone in my mouth. I've got earmuffs over my ears um, and I'm thinking, oh, <laughs> it's crazy what you, have to, what you can do. But I taught myself this. Um, I asked my kids, asked my granddaughter. Um, um, they, have, they don't have much knowledge in this kind of stuff I taught it myself but that's not actually true I had three huge players in all of this um Pat Flynn on how to start a podcast if you want to go anywhere near podcasting um he just teaches well I understand him I know his language he doesn't come across as anything other than who he is I don't care if he's, you know, making money or whatever. He, he done exactly what I needed um, was to understand podcasts. So he done that. Tracy Harris, she's with Mums with Hustle. She gave me an opportunity to do a um, five-day free Instagram course. Now, I know this is not Instagram, um, but what that five-day course, and it was free, um, gave me was the ability to know I just keep going go forward just go forward one step at a time but go forward does that step have to be perfect no it does not Um, who controls the perfection only me if you meet me in the street this is how I am I don't speak any differently or well actually I do I must probably don't swear here on the podcast every now and again I'll let a little Furby slip. Um, so Tracy Harris, I don't know, I think she gave me the, um, I don't know, the approval maybe or the ability, it's not the ability because I had it, to just be who you are. Um, if you're loud, be loud. If you're quiet, be quiet. Um, if you speak a different way, doesn't matter. Just get out there. And then over time, you will perfect some areas if that's where you need to do it. But you just do it. And my third person is um, Jennifer Allwood. Now, these are all virtual people, guys. I've never met them. Most probably never will. Um, Jennifer Allwood, um, amazing woman. Um, powerful and entrepreneur obviously in, in America just google her she's an author she's you know successful businesswoman um, she taught me that you have to be <laughs> pretty brutal to move to the next step and in saying that the reason I said that is um, I was lucky enough for her to look at my website to give me some critique she massacred me absolutely massacred me it would have been enough for me to go oh you know what you can do Jennifer Allwood you've met this really sassy Australian woman this Sheila and you've just told her that she's pretty damn useless Um, but I didn't 
I took it on board. I looked at what she was talking about, um, and yeah, I agree. It was it was crap. Oh, crap for us anyone outside of Australia means not good, not crap as in crap. Sorry, and uh, I'll have to keep thinking about filters on language. Um, so yeah, she um, she said mm, you're not going to get any business, girl, if you're going to keep it like this because I'm trying to obviously set up a business. Um, moving forward, you know, four-year plan from um, where Tracy and Harris from Mums with Hustle, let's say, do a four-year plan. I'll be retired because I'm really old. Um, But I'd like to be financially funding my retirement instead of taking my superannuation. So, okay, I'll go back to Jennifer Allwood's absolute massacre. Um, And I took it on board. I spent days going through my website, deleting everything that she had no idea what was there about. Um, I loved, I loved it when she said, "Why is there photos of you? Nobody cares about you, Amanda. Nobody cares about you. They only care about what they're going to get." And you know something? That's exactly true. When I go into a shop, I don't care about that. I absolutely, do not care. I just am there because I want something and I want it now. So, yes, brutal but honest and amazing. And another lady called Laurie Jacobs, um, she helped me with YouTube and I'm still working with that. So um, as I progress with my YouTube, I'll certainly um, get into um, explaining about what she does and, and how she's impacted me. But as of today, they are my, they're my family, Pat, Jennifer, Tracy and Laurie, they're my they're my best buds. Um, never met me before. I've never met them. They're my virtual buds. So it doesn't matter how old you are, you can do it absolutely. But my idea of going forward is to teach people. You know, there's people out there. I've had two blokes actually. I do lives on Facebook Tuesdays and Thursdays at seven o'clock. And they're just a cra- uh, crafty stuff. I nearly said that word again. Sorry. Um, they're just little crafty bits. They're only like 30 or so minutes. They're not in-depth. or. And I had a bloke contact me um, just before Valentine's Day, actually. And he said to me, can I teach him how to make something for his woman? And I thought... Oh, really mate you need to go buy her a diamond because I was looking after my sisters but I thought I can't really tell him that because that's nasty he's 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 reached out for me to make him make teach him to make him something and so I said absolutely give me a week and next Tuesday on live I will focus on making you know a craft that you don't have to go out and, and buy tons of stuff um, and then funnily enough, I mentioned it somewhere. I must probably mention it in a message because I didn't do a live after that. And then I've got two more other blokes or he had talked to people. I have no idea and I never really um, asked. Um, if you want to tell me information, you go for it. But if you don't want to tell me, it's, it's, it's your stuff. So on the Tuesday night, we made uh, some hearts and... Um, it was really easy. It was an easy craft. Uh, and uh, he particularly, the other two blokes didn't, but he sent me um, a message of his um, attempt and 
I done a um, heart with four. There was four hearts on on mine, but he only done two. Him and his girls. Um, and I thought, well, oh, I was only going to focus my learning to sew for women, but maybe I need to do it for both. And that's what I hope to achieve. I hope that both men and women can come on my site and learn how to sew, getting the fundamentals and just doing it. I remember my mum with patience and language that I understood and and repetition. <laughs> if I didn't understand it the first time, she just kept on making me understand it. If I, That jumper that for Megan, I reckon I unpicked that little square for maybe five months of my pregnancy with my um, son. It was just the same square. I needed it, she unpicked it. I needed it, she unpicked it. Uh, that might sound like, um, you know, bashing people around the head. Um, but I just felt as though I could conquer it if I had the you know had someone with the patience and the and the willingness to teach me and that's where I wanted to go with this podcast obviously where I want to go with my YouTube where I want to go with my lessons on um, teaching the basic fundamentals of sewing I want to teach you how to go and buy a sewing machine which one do I buy do I buy the $80 one or do I buy a $4,000 one? If I'm an embroiderer, do I go and buy a Sashiko sewing machine? You know, all those things because it's no different than a car. If I want a V8 and one that grunts underneath me, I'm going to go and get you know, a V8. I'm going to get eight-cylinder. But if I want a little car that's economical and it's going to get me from point A to point B and I can park it, you know, on a 20-cent dime, am I going to go and get an SS, you know, Holden... Commodore you no I'm not sewing machines are no different and that's what we will be looking at uh, what fabrics do you use do I use cotton to make a pair of babies or do I use lycra or spandex or um, to make a quilt so we're going to learn all the different ideas on what fabric to use for what project um, I try outside the box every now and again and try different fabrics for different things and I can guarantee you there is more prototypes in my house than not. Now let me ex explain prototypes. When I try a craft or a new idea or something I've never done before and it just goes a bit pear-shaped, I don't throw it in the bin. No. I complete it. I try and I attempt to fix it up, but if I can't, I complete it. And then I gift my prototypes. Yep, you give them away. Because one day you may be famous and one day that famous person standing there going, I'm so famous, and you gifted a prototype to a person, a friend, a family member, and they're sitting there going, I've got, I got one of her, her clangers. So I gift all my prototypes. My granddaughter, Elise, she's my eldest, she... Um, receives a lot of my prototypes and she loves them too she must probably puts them in her car drives away and they never come out of her car I don't care she's always happy when I give her a prototype and so that's that's what you do do not throw them away they're there to remind you that yes I can do it oh yes I've had a lot of trouble <laughs> um, and yes here it is it's successful so you can um, you'll find my teaching is exactly that on 
Facebook and on, on the lives that we do. Um, I'm just doing a Bargello uh, class at the moment. It's a four-week class. And I make mistakes. I sewed it the wrong way. I sewed it upside down. Um, I could have edited it and then I would portray to you, the public, that I never make a mistake. But in reality, that's what life's about. We learn by those mistakes. And so in doing that, I actually taught the students because I've got eight um, wonderful ladies um, learning with me. Um, it taught them the importance of naming the strips in Borgello. <laughs> but that's it. The other night I'd done a really quickie live making a gift, a fabric gift bag. Um, I'm trying to get ready for Easter because I'm, I'm not actually um, with my family at Easter. I'm just with the man. And um, I want to make these gift bags, uh, fill them up with chocolates and, and buy a little prezzi for each of them and give them a surprise. And I thought, oh, this might be natty. I'll do this on live because they take about 20 minutes. And I try to keep my lives from, you know, 20 to 30 or 40 minutes. So I don't like to do them much longer. Um, and so I burnt the interface. I have been ironing fin interface for 30 plus years. Never burnt one ever, ever. I burnt it on live. I could have edited it, but I didn't because it happens. It happens in every creative home in the world, not just here. So you will see me making um, mistakes, um, trying to get out of it, trying to work out alternatives, trying to put uh, ending up in the prototype pile or if I've really, really done a doozy on it, um, repurposing it, trying to get, you know, trying to get the fabric out or whatever. That's how I want to teach. I want to teach with warts and all. I want you to be able to have the ability to say, oh my God, that's really bad. Or, oh yes, that I understand. You'll have language that you can understand, absolutely, because that's just me. It is what it is with me. Um, I'm black or I'm white, with a bit of grey in the middle. But I, I mean, you know, I've been, um, an, a, I'm a nurse, I'm a RN at the moment, but I've not always been an RN, but I've always been in the um, healthcare field. I started work as a nurse when I was in my teens, and I'm looking at retirement. Oh. One sec. I'm babysitting Piper and she's just got a bit grumpy because her mama is um, off learning to be an ambulance officer. So Piper was under my feet going, barking at somebody outside, thinking it's her mum, I think. But anyway, um, so yes. So back to um, teaching um, how I teach. So you'll get it how it is with me. Um, so if you want to join, absolutely. Now, I'm just going to be free um, platforms, podcast. I'm going to do it free. So I'm just going to touch on some basics with the podcasts. And then if you want to get more involved and get hands-on, then you can um, contact me and we can do the sewing groups. Now, the sewing groups will be Tuesday nights at 8 o'clock Central Standard Time for one hour. Um, and... That will be for basic sewing, learning fundamentals of sewing. But we're not just going to sew. We're going to do crafting as well. I hated knitting. Now I love knitting. Um, I taught myself crocheting. Am I a good crocheter? No, but I can read a pattern. Um, I do 
like crocheting and I love using the thicker bulkier crochet um so we'll you know I'm going to be teaching that I'm going to be teaching macrame um I do basic jewelry um making and really that's only just leatherette or um very very basic wire work um I collect sea glass um, from the beach at Teddy Witty here at home um, and I'll just put that into some dream catchers or some earrings or um, you can't buy them because really I wouldn't pay for them but um, I'm happy to teach you the basics. Now all of these I've been to courses. Um, I don't Get on Google today and and uh, YouTube and go. Oh, by you know four o'clock, I'm a I'm a professional at candle making. Um, I've actually <laughs> been to courses and and networked with other people to show me some skills, um, like um, shibori, uh, Japanese shibori dye. I done a nearly nearly a twelve month or a little bit over a twelve month course for that. Um, so I do have the fundamental knowledge on a lot of things. I certainly don't have the expertise to be a professional, but I can teach you the fundamentals. And then it's up to you to go, oh my goodness, I want to make pom-poms for the rest of my life. You know, because sometimes there's pom-pom people out there that absolutely love that. Um, Tassels, now I make a mean tassel, absolutely. And I don't use tassels very often. I wished I did because I love making them. Um, But... um, the person that showed me how to make a tassel was um, a lady in um, Mexico. I, I just couldn't think where I was. <laughs> Renan and I went overseas and um, I, I won this rug and uh, I just loved the tassels. And the lady said to me, oh, I'll show you how to make those tassels. So she made, showed me how to make it. Truly magnificent, see? And so I came back and I practised and practised and practised and... Um, I can make a pretty mean tassel. Um, you may want to make soap. I can do soap. Um, if you want to do candles, I can't do that. I don't do candles. I have two other absolute passions that I have to speak to you about, though. <laughs> One is recipes. Um, my mum passed away in 2008. Um, I looked after her. She lived with us um, on our farm for eight years, passed away. Took me two, nearly three years before I could unpack her stuff, like, well, pack it up, not unpack it. And um, I discovered recipe books. That woman had been compiling recipe books since the late 1940s. She had dates on them, who the recipes were. Um, I have memories of, um, I think it was monthly, but I'm not 100% sure. My brother, my youngest brother, Tim and I would get um, go in the car with mum and uh, buckets and boxes and saucepans and we'd go to people's places and these women would just cook all day um, and drink. They would drink. Um, this is where they would have their bevy of brandy and, and, and whatever. Um, and it was an opportunity, obviously, for when, women to get together and... Um, cook and have fun I've got all those recipes there would be um, literally hundreds of them Um, and so I want to share them with you I don't know how I'm going to do that yet I have to work that out 
But, um, and also traveling. I don't see myself as a nomad. Um, yes, I have the grey hair, I have the caravan, I have the old fella and he's, like our daughter yesterday said he looked like Colonel Sanders, so he obviously is grey. I call us travellers. So this podcast platform is going to be learning how to sew, absolutely. Learn how to craft, absolutely. To be creative and that is where I'm going to incorporate my recipes and my travel So that's the intro of me, guys. I'll be on the podcast weekly, so I'll let you know by way of email, Facebook, Instagram and Pinterest. So thanks very much. Thanks for inviting me into your home and I'll catch you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye.